Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And we began with a conversation about Hurricane Ian. At this point, we have five confirmed deaths in the Fort Myers area. And earlier this morning, a lot of... A lot of conversation sparked by comments from one sheriff there in Lee County, confirming five people believed to have been killed. At least initially, the Lee County Sheriff, Carmine Marcino, said on Good Morning America, while the figures cannot be confirmed, fatalities possibly in the hundreds, while thousands of people were waiting to be rescued. Now, we certainly hope that these numbers do not come to fruition, but it's a reminder how important it is to stay attuned to information about these storms as they make their way uh, closer to us. We have no idea the impact they can cause, and in this case, we're talking about a much weakened storm that could move into the Carolinas over the next couple of days and bring a whole lot of rain. It appears rain is probably our biggest threat now, although there could be some serious wind damage as well. Here to bring us an update on what's going on with Ian and what we can expect is our good friend of the Weather Channel, who is always, always faithful to give us the information that we need. Richard Llewellyn, good morning. Welcome back, sir. Good morning. How are you? Doing very well. Very well, sir. Tell us, where is Ian right now, and where is Ian going? Well, we just got the 11 o'clock advisory from the National Hurricane Center, and uh, there are some changes uh, that are going to have a a pretty significant role in our upcoming weather here over the next few days. The first thing that we have is we have a brand-new hurricane warning that has been issued for the entire South Carolina coast as uh, Ian has made its way back out into the Atlantic uh, offshore of the Space Coast. And it's going to be uh, drifting uh, toward the South Carolina coast. And uh, we've already seen some wind gusts along the uh, northeast Florida coast where winds are gusting up to hurricane force right now. So uh, this is going to strengthen again back into a hurricane before it makes its third and final landfall, probably near Charleston, uh, about uh, 1, 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. And then the impacts of the system will start to spread into the Carolinas. But we'll probably start to see some of the impacts well before that because the system is really starting to expand into a huge system. Uh, Right now, tropical storm force winds extend out over 480 miles from the center. So uh, it looks like along the South Carolina coast, they're going to start to feel the tropical storm force winds probably in the next couple of hours, and they're just going to be dealing with a long-duration event of tropical storm force winds gusting to hurricane force 
uh, for hours to come, and that means probably uh, some more impacts for uh, the upst- uh, the Midlands and upstate of South Carolina, as well as for the Charlotte Metro, with some stronger gusty winds coming into the forecast as we make our way into the day tomorrow. So uh, how powerful a storm are we talking about here? We were discussing earlier the timeline here in terms of uh, the storm going out to the Atlantic and perhaps uh, then veering back uh, into uh, the Charleston area. What is the projection now as to how serious this storm will be, how powerful the storm will be before it makes landfall? Well, one of the reasons that we're seeing this uh, being ramped back up to a hurricane once again is the fact that it's going to be out over the Gulf Stream a little bit longer than what was originally anticipated. It's looking like it's going to be out there for several more hours to come, so it has a better opportunity to get a little bit stronger right now. Uh, with the latest advisory that we got from the National Hurricane Center, winds are at 70 miles per hour, so it's already a strong tropical storm. You only got to get it to 74 to get it back up to a hurricane status. So we could see that happen as early as later this afternoon, where once it gets back out over the Gulf Stream and starts to feed on some of that warmer water, and we're already starting to, you know, we're looking at radar right now, we're seeing a lot of lightning and thunder uh, with the system out in the uh, Atlantic right now. So this is showing signs that it's getting better organized and going to re-strengthen out over those warm waters in the Gulf Stream. So we're still thinking that's going to be a Category 1 hurricane once it makes its way onshore in South Carolina. I don't think that's going to get any stronger than that. Maybe 80, 85 miles per hour uh, will probably be where it will peak out at. Uh, and then the system will move onshore and we'll start to take on more of a continental uh, look to it as we make our way into uh, Friday night and Saturday. By Friday evening, winds will be down to 50 miles per hour, and it should be uh, located in central South Carolina Friday evening, and then uh, overnight, Friday night and a Saturday morning, it'll work its way through the Charlotte Metro and get on up toward Hickory and then move on up into southwestern Virginia, where it will start to uh, take on uh, more of an extra tropical look to it, and will just become a basically a wave of low pressure because it'll lose its tropical identity because it won't have any warm waters to feed off of. So it becomes more of a, a, a continental system compared to a tropical system. Now, what does this translate into for us in terms of this being a Category 1 hurricane, potentially coming ashore uh, through Charleston? What is the impact for Charlotte, for uh, Greenville for Spartanburg as we move into the next uh, 24, 48 hours? Well, of course, the worst impacts will be on the northeast side of the system where the system comes on shore. And if it comes ashore in, Charles, uh, in Charleston, that means the impacts will spread uh, through uh, eastern portions of South Carolina, getting on up into the Charlotte metro. So we'll probably be looking at winds here, probably anywhere between 35 and 50 miles per hour. Uh, with this, with the strongest winds, there may be some gusts at times to hurricane force uh, with that potential scenario setting up. Of course, we're also looking at uh, significant rains. The biggest rains will be in South Carolina, especially coastal South Carolina, where we're calling for five to eight inches of rain. Wow. It looks like a good three to five inches for us here in the Charlotte metro, and there will be lesser amounts as you move into the upstate, but I'm still thinking two to four is probably going to be the good bet for the upstate and western North Carolina with this, with the heaviest rains basically staying along and east of I-26. So that's going to be where the 
axis of the heaviest rains are going to be, and they'll spread through eastern uh, portions and the uh, northern portions of South Carolina, working on up into the Carolina Piedmont as we move through the day tomorrow into tomorrow night and early Saturday. So, you know, we're setting the stage for, you know, a bigger event than what we were originally anticipating, you know, a lot more rain associated with this and a lot more wind. And, you know, it's going to take its time to kick on out of here. I was looking at the, uh, uh, the national weather maps over the next five uh, or six days, and we still see the presence of the of the leftovers of this system kind of hanging out in North Carolina and Virginia right on through the weekend and early next week. And our forecast kind of reflects on that. We see a rain chance in the forecast now through at least Monday morning. Wow, and that looks like by Monday afternoon we'll finally start to see those systems start to depart the eastern seaboard and move on out. But it looks like we're going to be setting the stage for a wet weekend with a lot of rain here for the Charlotte Metro and a chilly day tomorrow. Those gusty northeast winds are going to be with us. Highs tomorrow only in the 50s. It will be in the 60s for the weekend with showers continuing throughout much of Saturday and Sunday. Well, Richard Llewelling, we so appreciate you uh, giving us information on this as we continue to track Ian. Uh, a storm certainly to be taken seriously. It's already been deadly thus far. Hopefully we can uh, minimize injuries, deaths here in this area. Thanks a lot for joining us on the broadcast this morning, sir. Thank you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back on the broadcast, we have some interesting uh, listeners in this audience. <laughs> I'm going to find this particular text. Where is that again? Someone was questioning the wisdom. There it is. Wait a minute. A couple of weeks ago, you were saying people should not be listening to scientists about hurricanes. 
Yet as soon as one hits, you bring one on and say, people should pay attention. Let me just help you out here. Never, never do I encourage people not to listen to meteorologists, to storm prediction center people, hurricane center people, especially providing immediate information about a potential threat. What I have said is, it's amusing to me that people who cannot always get these forecasts correct, some of them expect us to believe their long-term forecasts about climate. That was what I said. So, I hope that helps you. It's very important to remember context. Context, context, context. If you'd like to join the conversation, Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. So we told you about Fetterman, how he's lost some ground when they pretty much written off Dr. Oz and his position on voter ID. What do you think about the idea that we're putting another billion dollars in military aid into Ukraine? 1.1 billion. With funding for about 18 more advanced rocket systems and other weapons to counter drones that Russia has been using against Ukrainian troops. 1.1 billion dollars. The latest package provided under the Ukraine Security Assistance Initiative, which funds contracts to purchase weapons and equipment, brings the total of U.S. aid to Ukraine to nearly $17 billion since the Biden administration took office. A lot of money. This aid coming as Russia moves to annex parts of Russia-occupied Ukraine that held Kremlin-orchestrated referenda on living under Moscow's rule. These votes denounced by Kiev and the West as illegal and rigged. The White House press secretary saying, we will not be deterred from supporting Ukraine. We will continue to stand with the Ukrainian people and provide them with the security assistance they need to defend themselves for as long as it takes. So, the spigot is open. Help yourselves to the Treasury of the United States of America to fight this war. So there you go. Since this funding is for contracts for weapons and equipment, it's aimed at helping Ukraine secure its longer-term defense needs. It actually could take a year or two for Ukraine to get the systems. U.S. has used Pentagon drawdown authority to provide weapons more immediately. And another announcement for that Defense Department aid is expected early next week. This is one of the interesting purchases. The package includes funding for 18 of the High Mobility Artillery Rocket System, or HIMARS, and ammunition for them, 12 Titan systems used to counter drones, HIMARS and other similar systems were key to Ukraine's battle successes in recent weeks. And the Russians have been using 
Iranian-made drones to target Ukrainian forces, underscoring the need for more systems to counter that threat. Also in this package, funding for about 300 vehicles, dozens of trucks and trailers to transport heavy equipment, radars, communications, surveillance equipment, other gear for the soldiers. Also includes funding for equipment to detect explosives and for maintenance and training. So there you go. Another $1.1 billion for Ukraine. Are you pleased with this? Or is this a cause for concern? Especially in light of what was expressed by Vladimir Putin, who basically threatens some type of nuclear response at some point if the West continues to aid the Ukrainians. I have a really neat story to share with you that really touches on the quest for freedom. It's really universal. Now, for those of you who may recall, last week I did reference a very important story I was going to share with you about the danger that men are in right now. We will still get to that during the course of this week. I guess that leaves tomorrow, doesn't it? The male friendship recession. We will go into that, Lord willing, tomorrow. You know what's going on in Iran? Is this getting a lot of media coverage? The largest anti-government protest in Iran since 2009 gathered strength over the weekend, spreading to as many as 80 cities. The authorities escalated a crackdown, reportedly killed dozens of people, and brought the arrest of prominent activists and journalists, according to rights groups and news media reports. Internet access, especially on cell phone apps widely used for communication, continues to be disrupted or fully blocked, affecting Iranians' ability to communicate with one another and the outside world. News from Iran has trickled out with many hours of delay. While the 2009 protests erupted over an election widely condemned as fraudulent, the current demonstrations seem focused on the Iranian security forces, with reports of vicious beatings of security officers and firebombings of the local headquarters and the notorious morality police. I want you to listen to this carefully, because again, remember I told you one of my concerns that I have about us is we can draw assumptions about people that are incorrect. Some people would look at Iran and say, okay, that's a Muslim country. We should just assume that all of the people there want to live in the seventh century. It's not true. Here are folks longing to be free. In many cities, including Tehran, the capital security forces responded by opening fire in the crowds. pretty ugly scene. Iranian state media said late last week at least 35 people have been killed in the unrest. Human rights groups said the number is likely higher. Previous death toll of 17 issued by the state news media included at least five members of the security services. The video is posted online and the scale of the response from the authorities difficult to independently verify but video and photog- the photographs sent by witnesses known to the New York Times broadly in line with the images being posted 
widely online. Deep resentment and anger have been building for months, especially among young Iranians, in response to a crackdown ordered by the country's hardline president. It's targeted women. We're going to talk more about this as we continue. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. <laughs> this is hilarious. What's the difference between today's Republicans and Iran morality police? I don't see one. You pick any topic and Republicans line up with Iran. How many people have Republicans executed? And this is ironic from someone who probably supports abortion on demand. I don't think Republicans are killing anybody. Quite the opposite. They're trying to save lives. But we shall continue talking about what's taking place in Iran. The morality police, out of control, especially targeting women. We also have a litany of complaints over the years over corruption, mismanagement of the economy, inept handling of COVID, widespread political repression. These problems have persisted under the current leadership. It's not a pretty picture over there. Now, under the previous leadership, the morality police had been discouraged from enforcing Iran's often draconian laws against women, especially the requirement that they wear the hijab in public in the proper fashion. But Iran's powerful supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, who is now said to be resting in bed after emergency surgery, engineered the ascent of the new leader, eliminating an important outlet for the frustration of Iran's younger generation. And now the frustrations, they're boiling over. Boiling over. The liberation has far-reaching consequences for other cities. People are rising up. One Kurdish leader saying members in this town, though the Iranian security forces were massing around some of their cities, there's a concern there could be a bloodbath here. One person saying we're expecting blood to be spilled. It's an extremely tense situation. So where did all of this start? This is the part that I think is really intriguing. A lot of times it's something very simple. It's one act. It is one incident that basically acts as a powder keg. What happened here? I'm going to tell you. 
It was ignited by the death of a 22-year-old woman, Masha Amini, in the custody of the Morality Police, September 16th. She was arrested on accusations of violating the hijab mandate. Women, in fact, have led the demonstrations, some ripping off their headscarves, waving them and burning them as men have cheered them on. What does this remind you of in the United States? Burning bras, remember that? For seven days and nights, Iranians have taken to the streets, facing bullets, tear gas, beatings, arrests, to send a message to the clerics who've led the nation for 43 years. They have chanted for an end to the Islamic Republic's rule. This is a big deal, folks. In Tehran, protests have changed shape from large gatherings at designated landmarks to smaller cells spread in most neighborhoods, including the affluent northern section and the working-class southern parts. Do you see how this is getting traction, ladies and gentlemen? All of this beginning with what amounts to abuse of one woman. This woman died. You think about it. She died over violating the hijab mandate. Under the custody of the morality police. In one religious city, young women stripping off their hijabs and the crowds chanting against Ayatollah Khamenei, calling him the nation's shame. This is getting serious, folks. And I wonder whether this is going to be addressed at all by this administration. The Ministry of Intelligence sent a test message to all cell phone users users warning that anyone participating in the demonstrations, which it said were organized by Iran's enemies, would be punished, according to Sharia law. Copies of these texts were shared with the New York Times and posted on social media. The Committee to Protect Journalists said at least 11 journalists have been arrested. So much for freedom of the press. Just another reminder how good we have it here in the United States of America. We have the ability to protest, to demonstrate, and I suspect Many of us take this for granted, don't we? But again, I'd also like to ask, where is our president on this issue? Over on the text line, still don't see a difference. No, Republicans aren't killing people yet. (laughs) I love this, yet. Instead, you choose to have laws put in place to enforce your personal religious beliefs. Sounds familiar like what? Not killing babies? Is that what you're talking about? (laughs) Vince, wasn't it the Biden administration trying to implement the Truth and Disinformation Bureau? Isn't that their version of the morality police? Uh, Pretty much so. This is how it works. Very disturbing, ladies and gentlemen. But again, I remind you, P. 
people around the world long to be free. And in some situations, they're not going to be oppressed forever. So we will carefully follow what happens in Iran. Stay with us. program on this Thursday as we uh, delve into a look of the day in history. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing very well, sir. Hope you are. Not bad at all. We have a total of eight questions here for you. And we begin in 1916 with the New York Times declaring this person, his first name is John, to be the world's very first billionaire. What well, is his last name? Rockefeller. You darn well better believe it. John D. Rockefeller. Got to leave that middle initial in there. That's really important. 1941, interestingly enough, these events that unfold in a very familiar city. We had people, unfortunately, of this group gunned down in Kiev after Himmler sent four strike squads to eliminate people he considered undesirables. Who were these people who were killed? 30,000 of them, 1941. Uh, Jews? You are correct. This was in Kiev. Interesting that this would be the center of um, this atrocious act, also the site of war. Now, 1950... You remember this guy. We've talked about him several times in the past few weeks. This very diminutive Soviet leader repeatedly interrupted the U.N. General Assembly with his outbursts. Who is this guy from Khrushchev. the Soviet Union? Nikita Khrushchev. You're three for three now. 1966, Chevrolet introduced this muscle car. Very popular muscle car. Still around today. Uh, the Mustang? I knew you were going to say that. It's the other one. Um, I don't know. The Fall? The Camaro. <laughs> the Fall. <laughs> you know it's, a somebody, it's a female horse. You know what they ought to come up with? That is a brilliant idea. Call it the Fall. <laughs> That's too funny. 1976. You may remember this. At his birthday party, this performer accidentally shot his bass player. He did fully recover, by the way. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis did this. By the way, if I remember correctly, I think he is cousin with Jimmy Swaggart. A lot of people didn't know that, but they are indeed related. 1982, I remember this when this happened back in... The early 80s, quite a scare about this, where we had cyanide that was put on a type of medicine, killed seven people around the city of Chicago. What was the medicine? Tylenol. It was Tylenol. Boy, they had some real trouble with this and led to a lot of repackaging efforts to make sure that this kind of thing did not happen again. 
2008. 2008. Boy, we remember this time, don't we? Very, very dark. 14 years ago, if you can believe it. The Dow fell 776 points. What was the reason behind this? Why? Uh, the housing bubble burst. I'm going to give this to you. Uh, what we saw was uh, it was the beginning of Lehman Brothers, Washington Mutual bankruptcies, and of course, yes, we did have a bunch of subprime mortgages that just brought the market and, in fact, the whole economy down. Ugly mess back in 2008. And to have a little bit of fun, how about a little music? Going back to the number one song in 1978, it was this particular song. You know, it's not jumping out at me. Still got a few bars to go here. It sounds like the theme to Shaft, it, it were elevator music. Well, you, you're talking about the right era here. This will help you once the uh, bass part kicks in here. As long as it's not Jerry Lee Lewis's bass player. It's some type of disco. I'm going. I'm, I'm you, you're enjoying. on the right track. I think you're gonna get it once the singing starts. Here we go. Has a very long, um, a very long intro here. I think this might be the disco mix. Here we go. I think the singing ends. I still don't know. I'm going to let it keep going here. Let's see if any texture gets this. 1978, you said. And here's the chorus part here. Now, do you remember this song? Uh, no. <laughs> Boogie Oogie I, I Oogie is the name of the song. <laughs> I can't believe you don't I, remember this I one. Didn't keep back the, the boogie circle, I guess. <laughs> back during, that wasn't my back, crowd back, when I was eight. Back during the disco era. You know what's really interesting? Um, as, as you know, it's kind of interesting how how hip and how in the whole disco thing was. And when it was out, it was out with a bang. I mean, it was lampooned. People, were, they were done. They just slammed the door on this. But uh, back during the height of this, songs like this were uh, certainly very popular, popular enough to push it all the way to number one. I knew we'd have a little fun with that one. Always fun to do this. That's all the time, time we have for the broadcast today. We so appreciate your presence with us, and we look forward to reconnecting tomorrow at the same time, Lord willing. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Adios. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 